This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Welcome to another episode of the Don't Sweat It podcast. I have an amazing episode for you. This is a little bonus episode for you girls. Um, For those of you who are going through lockdown, I just wanted to reach out and just give you some positivity and just like epic energy for you girls to really soak in over this um, these next couple of weeks, depending on how long this kind of lockdown goes for. For those of you who are in Sydney who are locking down at the moment, I um, yeah, I encourage you to really listen in to this episode and and take away what you can from it. Um, I've got I'm talking about the seven pillars of self care. So we've got mental, emotional, physical, environmental, spiritual, recreational, and social. So keep listening um, for me to kind of unpack all those seven pillars of self care. So if you do want me to continue doing these episodes for you girls, please make sure that you do. Send us a little like, a little review, and um, yeah, feel free to tag us in your stories as well. They do mean so much to us, truly. Um, I love seeing them as well. And get your joggers on, get some active wear on, and go out for a walk while you're listening to this. Welcome back to another episode. You have me chatting all things self-care today, which I'm excited to talk to you about because um, my version of self-care can sometimes be a little bit different from other people's versions. So I'm excited to kind of chat to you all about self-care. But before we do that, I'm going to let you in on how my week is. Um, For those of you who are like me, I am in lockdown at the moment. Um, I have been since Sunday and I'm recording this on Thursday. Um, We are meant to be getting out this coming Sunday. Um, So we will see if that is happening. Um, But I wanted to bring you this episode. This is a little bonus app because I feel like we could all use some, I don't know, extra little positivity. And um, if I can do anything this lockdown for anyone, it is to try and bring positivity and happiness into your world and into your life. I feel very strongly about it. Um, On my Instagram, I was just saying, you know, like if I can make anyone laugh during this time, then I will. I just remember um, being in lockdown the last time and it just really like wasn't good for my mental health. I was definitely in a different position than what I'm in now. Um, and you know, I completely understand that anxiety and that worry that like, when are we getting out? When am I going to get paid again? Um, and you know, when am I going to see my friends, my family? There's just so much to do with, um, lockdown and it does affect everyone, no matter whether you are working or whether you're not. So, um, for those of you who are still working, don't feel like that you aren't, um, you have no reason to feel, you know, upset or anxious because you do. Um, and you know, don't let anyone tell you that you can't be upset or anxious because you're still working, like consider yourself lucky because that's not how it works. Um, we don't just get to choose when we feel anxious. Um, and yeah, I really like for those of you who aren't working, I am sorry that you've had to stop work. 
Um, I've also had to stop my work to some capacity and yeah, it's not, definitely isn't by choice. And that's the, that's the thing I guess everyone kind of struggles with is that we don't get a choice when we go into lockdown. Um, but we do get a choice on how we react. So, you know, my, my way of reacting last lockdown was not very good at all. Um, I kind of went into a hole and, yeah, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't nice. So if you are kind of struggling at the moment, please reach out, um, reach out to me, reach out to someone, you know, that you are close to and that you feel confident talking to or reach out to, you know, um, like the, our, our call centers, um, lifeline, there has been a record number, which, um, is not nice to hear that there has been a record number of people calling, lifeline um i think in 50 years but that is kind of in a way a good thing that people feel confident to reach out and i i i do really love that lifeline are so amazing um they have so many tools and yeah i i really just wanted to preface that like it's okay to talk to someone um and it's okay if you don't want to talk to anyone that's close to you there are so many um things out there that you can definitely, definitely do. So my week, it's, I guess, been a bit chill. Like I really tried to um, get my clients, get my girls, my booty club girls um, and my work under control first. So that was my main priority on Sunday and Monday. I was working nonstop. I don't think I left my office or my desk for the whole two days, but that's okay. Cause I wanted to do that because I knew that if I kind of let it slide, um, or let it kind of continue or snowball into like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that like, I just know that I wouldn't be enjoying probably sitting out in the sun and, um, kind of just having some time to myself. So I've really busted out my work Monday and, um, on Sunday and yeah, my girls are smashing it. Like for those of you who are, um, following my program either on booty club or you've got your own personal program girls. I am so proud of you. For those of you who are moving your body every single day, I am so proud of you. For those of you who feel like you can't move your body every day, I am still so proud of you. Like look at the amazing things that you are doing. Honestly, like you should be so proud of the way that you are handling this. Um, It's not easy. And yeah, if you need a day where you just want to lie down and watch Netflix, then please do it. If you want to be productive in your day, then please do it. There's, you know, there's no one size fits all for specifically a lockdown. Um, So yeah, I really just wanted to make sure that um, you know that it's okay to have a rest and it's also okay to be productive and move your body and and feel really good. Like if you feel good during this lockdown, please don't be ashamed of that. Um, enjoy that and, you know, reach out to your friends that might not be feeling so good or reach out to, to your family who, um, you know, might need a little pep up. So if you've got, if your cup is full, please fill someone else's cup up. If I could give you any piece of advice for today, it would be please try and fill someone else's cup up. If you have enough of your cup filled up. Um, I was talking to one of my girlfriend's mums today and, um, yeah, I was just like, I am going for a walk with a girlfriend. Um, and, yeah, I wanted to just check in on her and just make sure that she was okay. I have called a lot of people during this lockdown um, because my cup is full and I can give to others. So I really, really want to be able to do that. Um, 
And yeah, I encourage you to do the same. So call a loved one, call a girlfriend or a boyfriend and um, have a chat with them and have a laugh, you know, find something good that's going to come out of, out of um, this, you know, having, having a chat with a friend is definitely a good thing. Cool. All right. So let's get into some pillars of self-care. I've got seven pillars of self-care. This is what I kind of um, follow and what I see is self-care. So um, for some of you that might not know, I'm pretty open and, um, you know, I will voice my opinion when I think I need to, and it's my podcast. So I'm going to voice my opinion. Um, I, I don't, I love self-care being, you know, a face mask and a massage. Um, and, and, you know, to some degree that is a form of self-care. However, self-care I believe is so much deeper and, um, you do, there are different pillars, you know, there's not just like, if you have a face mask, then everything's going to be okay. Um, you know, and we all know that I know we're not silly, but I think self-care goes deeper than that. And I really, really wanted to show you the way that I kind of attack my self-care. So number one is mental self-care. So mental or let's call it intellectual self-care is kind of all about cultivating a healthy mindset through mindfulness. So mental self-care is important for developing like a healthy mindset, growing your skills, reducing stress, but like also enhancing your knowledge and creativity. And this one is so important, gals, like especially for those of you who may be going through a rough time, um, you know, mental mental self-care is something that we all need to be doing. And we all need to be checking in with, you know, like we need to make sure that we are checking in with our mental self-care all the time. Like our mental health is something that is, you know, we sometimes brush it under the rug and I feel like we really, really need to make sure that we're, it's enough in the forefront of our mind, making sure that we are checking in on our, our self mentally. So I've got some examples that I put down in some way that you can do to do with your mental self-care. Um, I've got meditate, you know, five minutes, one minute of meditation. And that meditation, I just want to let you know, can be different for everyone. It could be sitting on the beach, closing your eyes, getting some sun. It could be that you've turned your phone off for an hour um, and you're, you know, you're only listening to the birds outside that it could be that. Um, And, you know, I really want to just make sure that meditation or that, you know, that meditation doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be like, I, you know, I can't do it. It's so hard. You know, it doesn't have to be where you're sitting down with your fingers touching your thumbs and then, you know, you're, you're humming. It does not have to be like that, but I would really encourage you to have five minutes to yourself where you can, you know, kind of move those thoughts away. The thoughts come in, you move them off to the side and you just try and stay clear for five minutes, even two minutes, honestly. Um, this is something that you guys have kind of, if you've listened to all of our episodes of this podcast, like you'll know that. I have spoken to a lot of people on this podcast that, you know, haven't said, uh, sorry, have said that they, you know, they meditate. I'm like, what's your secret? They're like meditation. I'm like, man, this, all right, I'm trying it. I have been meditating every day for six weeks and it's game changer. 
And everyone says it. Everyone said it to me. It was a game changer and far out. Honestly, it is. And I'm telling you, my meditation does not look like amazing. It's not in a rainforest where I'm, you know, I'm running around. I don't know. Like it's just, it's nothing special. It's genuinely five minutes to myself where I don't have my phone near me. I am, I do have relaxing music on, um, like meditation music, but it's not guided. And I just have five minutes to myself. And I love it. I genuinely love it. So there's one example. Another one is writing in a journal, um, you know, scribble down some things that you've been thinking about today and, and try and let go of any negative energy that you've kind of, or negative thoughts that you've kind of popped in here. Um, write them down and then, you know, turn the page over the next day. You don't have to think about that anymore. Another one is uh, writing a brain dump list. So like just writing down everything that's kind of on your mind. Um, it, you know, it might be a new business idea. It might be, um, you know, all your to do's. There's like, it's literally just writing anything that's coming into your head. And, um, that's a way to kind of let go of, let go of certain things or, um, you know, let your creativity kind of flare and that, um, yeah, that's a good one. Taking an intentional break away from technology social media, internet, you know, all of those sort of things. Like an intentional breakaway is like a a really good saying, you know, it's intentional. You're saying, no, I'm going to have an hour off my phone. I'm going to put it in my room, um, which is what I normally do. So I'll set a timer for an hour. um, And yeah, pretty much I'll just shut that thing off. And, you know, I know sometimes it can be a bit scary. Like what if someone needs me? And, um, that's, you know, maybe you could keep your, your phone on like loud so that if you did hear a phone call and you wanted to get it, then sweet. But like basically the gist is to stop scrolling like unintentionally on, on social media, um, and just get off and go and enjoy the, Go and enjoy nature and just sit down for a second or do your work. You know, if you're studying, get, get moving, get that hour for yourself to, to be able to, to study. Okay. The next pillar is, um, Emotional. So emotional self-care involves kind of taking care of matters of the heart, you know, and using like what actually matters to you within your heart, using, you know, you need to use like healthy coping strategies and, you know, just giving yourself some self-compassion, like to to tap into your emotional self-care, it can really help you understand yourself more. Um, and this is something that I've really, really worked on over the last couple of you know, years, like you're able to better deal with challenges and setbacks and, and you can develop healthy emotional responses. And, um, we all need this in our lives and we all need to focus on this. Like specifically for me, um, how I dealt with challenges and setbacks a couple of years ago was not healthy, um, either kind of like emotionally shutting down. So if something was to set me back, um, or if something arises, like emotionally shutting down was my best thing that I could do. And that, you know, obviously just isn't, isn't what we want. We don't want to, we don't just want to shut down and we need to make sure that we are opening up and, and, you know, using these healthy coping strategies and, and talking to someone, you know, and that, that's one of my examples is asking someone for help when you need it. Like if you don't genuinely know how to, how to cope with your emotions, like it's time to talk to someone. And, um, again, it could be a friend. It could be someone that has, um, a degree in psychology, you know, it could be someone that, that you really need to just kind of talk to and, and give, give all of your, your worries away. Um, and I think it's, it's really important to know that our emotional self-care, like, isn't just, 
you know, making sure we're okay. It's, it's so, so much more than that. Um, I found that watching TED Talks, um, certain TED Talks have really helped me, um, especially because like TED Talks are fucking cool. Like there are some serious bosses on TED Talks that um, are talking, you know, scientists, um, neuroscientists, as well as like psychologists and and, um, women that are able to, you know, you're you're relating to women um, through even personal experience from themselves. So I love TED Talks. I would really encourage you to watch um, certain TED Talks and have a look on YouTube. Like I just searched TED Talks um, and mainly like, you know, maybe it might be self-confidence. So I'll just like Google or um, YouTube self-confidence TED Talks and there's so much that comes up and it's epic um, or, or a video or movie that will help help you in some way. I like I really like um, TED Talks or sometimes documentaries but sometimes documentaries can only be one-sided so that's where it gets a bit tricky um, but also like listening to your favorite songs like that can be a way to calm you down and to help soothe your soul like I love I've got a playlist that I I follow um and yeah, it's just, it's just a feel good playlist. And, um, it does make me feel really good after I've listened to it. You know, I might be singing, I might be dancing, I might be smiling. And like, that's just a game changer for me. Um, writing down positive affirmations. This is like epic, of course. Like it's, it's hard because some people don't write down positive affirmations. And I'll be honest, I don't actually write down my positive affirmations, I really don't. Um, I practice what I preach definitely in the way of speaking to myself with positive, you know, words. Um, definitely 100%. There's, there's not really a day that I, I would say something negative to myself, um, personally, which has, you know, that's not always been like that. And if I can encourage anyone, it's to start thinking more positively about yourself, but that takes time and um, it takes a lot of work to to really love who you are. And hopefully these pillars can really help you in um, some way to be able to to really love, like love yourself and love who you are and love how you were created, you know. Um, another one is to set boundaries to protect your time and energy. I've said it before, I'll say it again, setting boundaries was an ultimate game changer for me. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really have boundaries a couple of years ago. Um, and even really only this year, I've started to really set some strong boundaries. I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I'm like, right, my time and my energy is really important to me and who I give my time and energy to is so important. You know, um, uh, last year, it would have been the start of last year. I was training 60 clients a week, um, as well as running, you know, nine to 10 hours of classes a week. Um, and if anyone ever needed something, if a client ever needed, you know, a time, a Saturday morning session, I'd be like, yep, no worries, you know, and, and I've set those boundaries since and, and my clients really respect that. And, um, you know, my friends that I've set boundaries with, they really respect my boundaries. And it's not like I've been like, hi guys, um, everyone meeting, I, <laughs> I'm setting a boundary. Everyone needs to listen. It's not been like that at all. And I've not even, I've not even spoken to a friend. I don't think to be like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm setting a boundary here. Um, but I would feel confident in saying that if I needed to, but all of my friends have really respected my decisions. Um, whenever I have spoken to them, you know, I'm someone who definitely will give and give and give to so many people. And, um, yeah, 
to even just to say no used to hurt my brain. <laughs> um, and it used to hurt my heart to have to say no to someone. Um, but saying no, I've found is definitely not a bad thing at all. And if anything, it's just really helped me, um, and who I am, um, and actually figure out, you know, the things that are important to me. And if I have to say, no, it's not because I don't love you. It's not because, um, you know, I'm not there for you. It's just that I have to say no for me and it's, it's nothing to do with you. So that is setting boundaries is freaking huge. You guys, like, I really encourage you to set some boundaries, um, with yourself, even like, you know, set those boundaries. If you're, if you're negatively talking to yourself, set, set yourself some boundaries and start saying, you know what, like, Emily, you are not going to talk to yourself this way anymore. And this is a boundary that I've got for myself, you know, and, um, that's something that you need to, you know, every, every person's different. So your boundaries are going to look different, but yeah, start setting those boundaries, gals. The next pillar, number three, is physical, physical. I want to get physical. That would have sounded so good. Um, Physical, obviously, like we need this. Um, Physical self-care involves just taking care of your body. You've got exercise, nutrition, good hygiene, proper sleep. Like there's so much to do with your physical self-care. Um. And when you practice these activities for your physical well-being, you increase your energy levels and you boost your self-esteem. Like, yes, hello, who doesn't want this? Um, I think because we have so much going on in our lives, that's why I wanted to break down all of these different pillars. Um, and, you know, I there's, there's so much that you're like, wow, this is nearly overwhelming, but um, we all do all of these pillars. You would do at least one thing, you know, that I've set in this, in these examples, because you all do them, whether or not, you know, like you consciously know them, but subconsciously you would be doing these things. So physical, obviously, um, this is my realm eating meals at regular times, you know, having breakfast, having lunch, having dinner, having your snacks in between and just keeping them regular, you know, like, Sometimes um, some of my girlfriends will tell me they haven't eaten until um, 12 just because they've slept in, you know, until 11, but they went to bed at nine. I'm like, there's, there's something going on here. So keeping regular with your meal times, um, it's, that is for no other reason than just for some structure. Um, you know, there's not a, a fat loss related um, situation here. I'm not saying it for any other reason than just keep it regular, man. Uh, drink more water. Hello, I've got my girls, my booty club girls at the moment. Their their goal is to drink three liters of water every single day and they tick it off in our little um, private training app and they are killing it. I was asking them, you know, how's everyone going? Are you finding that, you know, you're getting three liters easy? Are you kind of showing yourself that this definitely wasn't the case before? And most, most gals came back saying, man, I thought I used to drink water like this is crazy. I would drink maybe a liter. And that was the same as me. Like when I first started to learn, no, when I first started to actually consciously notice how much water am I drinking? You know, I got myself a water bottle. I really noticed that like I was pretty pathetic in the water drinking department. So get yourself a drink bottle, you know, a one liter drink bottle and fill it up three times and Bob's your uncle, happy days, you're hydrated, you're healthy, you're thriving. And that's what we want. My third little example is move your body. So this comes in many shapes and sizes, all different forms of uh, moving 
obviously. Um, So just move your body, guys. Every single day, just try and get some form of body movement happening. Get your 10K steps in as well. So, you know, another another cool goal is to, to try and reach 10,000 steps in a day. Um, you know, if you don't have a, an Apple Watch or a Fitbit or a Garmin or something that tracks your actual steps, you can use your phone. Um, it is in your Apple Health, but you're, you do obviously have to have your phone with you in order for it to track your steps. So you'd have to have it strapped to you. Your uh, next example is getting seven to eight hours of sleep. Hallelujah. During this lockdown, I've been doing great with my sleep. Um, and it's like, you know, I don't feel like I've been hit by a bus at, um, like 3 PM, which is amazing. And I've really noticed that. And that's going to be a priority when I come out of lockdown is sleep is still going to be a major priority for me. Um, and try a new workout class or video, like Try a fun new, like there's heaps of free workouts going on, like heaps of free lives on Instagram and stuff. I would encourage you to try something that you probably didn't, um, you know, didn't want to do before or didn't have the time to do before. So get that, get that in ya. The next pillar of self-care is environmental. So um, this is something that, you know, again, you probably do subconsciously, but I, um, I just feel the benefits of this. So environmental self-care involves like taking care of the spaces and places around you. You know, like the more you care for your like immediate environment, the more it will help you kind of like thrive and, um, you know, feel a sense of like belonging (laughs) of where you are. So an example of this is to like, you know, declutter your living space. So I know you know what I'm talking about. Like when you girls clean the pantry, let's say, or when you've cleaned out your wardrobe, like what a freaking amazing feeling that is. Like it is so awesome to feel, you know, decluttered. I feel like sometimes I'll come home and I'm like, there is just shit everywhere. Like how can one person makes such <laughs> like a, a mess, let's say. So um, decluttering your living space, I would definitely be doing, um, you know, more times than not. And I I wish I was someone with like a full minimalist vibes. Like I've watched that documentary on Netflix, Minimalism, I think it is. I've like, <laughs> I've read Mary um, or Marie Kondo. I've like, I've read it all. I've seen it all. I'm just not a minimalist. I wish I was. I have too much shit. Um, and yeah, decluttering that, like just getting rid of old things that you really haven't um, used in a long time. Like that helps me so much. I just feel so good coming home. And like, if you're at your house at the moment in lockdown, like prime, prime idea to just be going and decluttering some shit that you've just wanted to for ages and never had the time. Another one is like, if you are working from home, rearrange your workspace to be like even more comfortable, to be, um, you know, even more practical, like uh, rearrange it, put some cute new, print some new photos off of you and your friends or your family and, um, yeah, just really get amongst that. That's something that I did on the weekend actually without even knowing it, um, without even knowing we were going into lockdown, I rearranged my um, office, my desk and, man, it's a treat. It's a real treat. I love it. Um, another one is like, I thought this would be kind of cool to t- touch on, um, is in environmental self-care, like appealing to your five senses. And by that, I kind of mean like light a candle, turn, turn, you know, those, those harsh down lights off, um, adjust the lighting, put on some comfortable clothes, like sip a nice warm drink, 
put on your favorite playlist or like your favorite movie or something that's like gonna make you just like feel calm you know like it's so it's underestimated how feeling calm can actually make you really change even just the way like you might have gone absolutely off at your partner you know and this happens sometimes that in working out you know you might have gone absolutely off at your partner or your kids or your friends and and then you've kind of done all of these things and you're like okay I'm back I'm okay again (laughs) um and yeah I feel like do something like that um I have a salt lamp and I leave it on every like every day every night it just doesn't turn off at all that has just been beautiful so I'll turn all my other lights off in my um, kitchen and in my lounge room and that will be on I'll light some incense and like um, I just it's just so nice like I can't recommend doing that anymore your oh my next one is number five we've got spiritual self-care now this will be different for everyone um uh, I am not just meaning you know um religion spiritual is completely different um spiritual self-care kind of involves taking care of your soul through activities or practices that provide you know a sense of purpose a bit of direction or or meaning into your life so I really like um I wouldn't say I'm a spiritual person. However, I do kind of like those spiritual practices that I practice, um, you know, and dedicating this time to some spiritual self-care can honestly help you feel like grounded, you know, feel more grounded and it develops that sense again of belonging in your life. And, um, you know, one of those things is spending time in nature. That's something that I practice and, and that honestly grounds me, um, identifying my values and what's actually meaningful to me is another way to practice that spiritual self-care you know like what what do you value what do you value in your life um and what what actually is meaningful to you you know I um even just like from a year ago there's been a huge shift and a huge change where some things aren't meaningful to me anymore that they used to be so meaningful and I'm happy that they're not to be honest um you know like I would say definitely superficial things to me now um can kind of go out the door I used to love saving up my money and you know buying designer bags which again no no big deal for anyone else who wants to do that um and I love that for you I just personally have completely shifted in that way I would much rather save up my money for something else um And yeah, that's just something that I've changed in my life. And that value to me just doesn't matter anymore. Um, And that's okay. And it's okay if you do love to buy designer bags, because don't get me wrong, I still love them. (laughs) And I still flash my YSL (laughs) designer bag floating around. Um, It just means that like, I just don't buy them anymore. Um, Not that I'm fucking, I don't I only have one. But I was like, I still sometimes look at designer stuff. But again, I just like, it's not the be all and end all, whereas I used to think it was. But I feel like that social media again kind of creeping in, um, that social creep or whatever it's called, like, you know, where you're kind of – you're getting persuaded to buy or um, wear certain things because someone else wore it on Instagram. So, yeah, um, spiritual, even like I really like um, kind of following along with the moon <laughs> as well. Um, I love star signs and astrology as well. Um, that's something, you know, you could practice if you do kind of like that as well as like learning more about your astrological chart and, um, other people's as well. And, you know, those are, those are sick. So 
That's spiritual self-care. Number six is recreational self-care. So this involves like taking care of just that inner child. Um, Nick and I, who is a friend, Nick really encouraged me to kind of take time out. Um, you know, it was only three times a week. He really encouraged me to to find my inner child again. Um, you know, for someone who is so busy and who is just always focusing on someone else or other people, it was really important for me to actually do this. And now I do this. I'm like, wow, everyone needs to start practicing this, you know? So shout out to you, Nikki boy, because, um, you are just like a weapon and a legend for really showing me that like being in, you know, um, taking care of that inner child is so important. So like, Recreation is just important because it like gets you away from that pressure of your like everyday to-do list and like honestly simply enjoy the beauty that life genuinely has to offer. Um, I think all of us really need to ground ourselves and, and become our inner child again. I've got lots of examples for this. Um, so spending some time by yourself, like I found that taking time by myself um, had like really changed my way um, of thinking, drawing you know, it, your drawing does could look like a piece of shit. Um, and, you know, you could scrunch it up and throw it in the bin every single time you do your drawing. But if it makes you happy, if you're like, this is just like what I used to do as a, as a child, um, then do it. That's why, you know, people have coloring in books. Like that's why they were so popular. And I believe they still are, but there was like a craze going around that everyone was like, this is like amazing. It's because you used to do it as a kid and, you know, you feel really good when you were doing it. It probably brings back some fun memories and, um, that nostalgia, you know, or that nostalgic, like memory that you've got. Um, so get drawing, um, another one that, so this is one that I actually was doing. It's, um, dancing (laughs) and singing at your highest capacity. That's what I put as my example, because I genuinely like that. This is what Nick and I agreed on that we would, um, that I would like not have, you know, no one would be home or you could lock your door in your bedroom or whatever, but like you put tunes on, you could have them out louder. You could put the speakers on, you know, and you just dance, you just dance. Like I'm talking like the silliest dancing you could do, you know, as a child, you just remember like just <laughs> being silly when you would dance and, um, you know, don't worry about what anyone thinks because no one's there. And, you know, the more you start loving yourself, the more like it'll be amazing for you to dance and don't be embarrassed because no one's watching you. Um, so yeah, and sing, sing it out. I'm a singer. Um, I think nearly everyone that knows me knows that I'm a singer. I'm not afraid to sing in front of people. Um, and that is not because I'm great at singing because I am certainly not, but I just don't care. And, um, I love that. That's, that's a way for me to be my inner child, you know, screaming at the top of my lungs, just singing like girl gang, um, girl bangers. Uh, that's just my jam. Um, another one is actually just taking time to do absolutely nothing, but like you have to enjoy it. So taking time to do nothing and enjoy it is the important part, you know, um, might just be you wanting to watch uh, an old TV show, you know, um, I actually started, oh, what was it that I watched the other day? Oh, I watched Charlie's Angels in, it was 2000. Like that's what year the movie came out, man. It was just so good. Again, it just brought back memories. Like me and my sister used to watch that. And like, it was just epic. I actually rang my sister straight after and I was just like, you've got to watch it again. Like, it's just so good. Um, playing board games, like, or even video games. Um, I know sometimes video games, like maybe you still play video games, but like 
Did anyone ever used to play Crush Bandicoot, like back in the day, PlayStation 2 vibes? Um, if you did, fucking shout out to you. You're the best. And um, I'd love to verse you one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, playing board games or video games, like playing board games with, you know, if you've got roommates or, or family at home, like do that. Turn your phone off and actually play some video games. Like that is healthy for our soul. Um and yeah, like recreational is imp- an important factor into our into our self-care, guys. Really pay attention to that. Number seven is social. Social self-care. Even though like self-care we know is about us, like you, it's important that you do connect with like other human beings on a regular basis. Um, and at the moment, I know it can be really tricky. We can't see a lot of people if you are in lockdown. It's really limited to the people that we can actually physically see. However, like we can still see them. We've got FaceTime. We've got Zoom. You know, everyone here I know that is listening, they can FaceTime someone. Um And you'll be happy to know that like I FaceTime my two girlfriends morning and night and like that is not a lie. And honestly, we'll be on the phone for like an hour and one of our other girlfriends was like, oh my God, what do you girls honestly talk about? And like sometimes absolutely nothing, sometimes like amazing chat and um, I just love it. I have, like I was saying before, I have FaceTimed a lot more people um, just over the last couple of days because I just want to make sure that everyone's like – feeling okay. And, and, you know, again, I just want to see a smile on someone else's face. So really making sure that you are at the moment, like giving, having that social time and really making sure that, um, you know, you are, are having some human connection. Um, it's so important. Human connection is everything really. Like, I think that's, to be honest, that's what really sent me into a hole. Um, the first lockdown human connection for me is like number one. I, I need that. I crave that. So for me, um, being secluded from everyone, my partner was, was working every day throughout lockdown for the whole 12 weeks. So, and I didn't live with anyone else. So every single day I would just be by myself. Um, and that, that sent me into a spiral, you know, um, my FaceTime, like FaceTiming people, I just didn't even want to do that. And, you know, so like if your friends aren't answering your FaceTime call, maybe shoot them through a message and just say, Hey, um, you know, I just, when's an appropriate time for me to be able to see your face, you know, I'll FaceTime you or, or zoom you because, you know, it's, it's just, it's something we need to keep out, um, keep an eye out for. And we really need to check in with each other guys. So, um, calling, calling or seeing your relatives. I've said that, um, as an example, obviously, like when we get out of lockdown, like go see your relatives. Um, I, my grandparents, both sets of my grandparents are still alive and I'm just so lucky about that. And I'm so fortunate to have that. Um, but sometimes I hear people, you know, like the classic, like, I don't want to see Nan. Like, this is annoying. It's just annoying to go see her. I would like, my grandparents both live in Tasmania. So I would like kill to have, to be able to see them every single day. Um, and I would really love that. So if you can go and see your relative, I really encourage you to do that. Um, do you know what's fun is writing a letter to a friend like full pen pal vibes here. Um, write a little letter to your friend, send it to them in their, um, like to their house and like, just, they're just going to love it. Like put a smile on someone else's face and then they can hopefully write back to you. Like hopefully they'll give you a little letter back and it's fun. Like it's exciting. It doesn't have to be anything. It could literally be that I love you. And then it's sent, you know, um, something fun like that. Maybe you can talk to like a support group, 
Um, you know, if you are, if you are struggling or you, if you feel like you are alone and you don't have anyone to kind of talk to, find a support group on, um, on Facebook, on Google, like there are a lot of groups that are, um, you know, support groups and they, they can even be specific. So, um, definitely jump on and find a support group if you feel like you, you know, there's no one else that you can kind of interact with. Um, and also like chatting in an online forum or community, I am not lying when I tell you my Sweat Club crew community on Facebook is amazing. Like we have over 200 girls that are, um, you know, just kind of interacting and, and we've got free workouts going on in there and like the girls are kind of encouraging each other and it's just like so epic to see, you know, that connection. Although that person doesn't even know that other person that they're commenting, like all these girls are just like, good, good on you. Like, go girl. This is amazing. And, um, it's so epic to see. And uh, I like gals jump on. If you still are not in my Facebook forum, you need to jump in there. Seriously. It's, um, it's so much fun. I've got heaps of free workouts, um, on there as well. And yeah, we just talk about lots of things. So jump on, it's called the sweat club crew on Facebook, add yourself and I will accept you straight away. Well, gals, that is a, that is a wrap for me. So those are the seven pillars that I kind of follow of self-care. Um, you know, there are some that, that take more time than others. There's some that you might feel really strongly about. There's some that you're like, "Mm, not so sure about, and that's okay. Um, but yeah, this little episode, I really just wanted to bring you some extra little bits and bobs that you can really do to help yourself. I love you girls so much and I'm just so thankful that I have such an epic community that are able to kind of talk to each other and we feel so confident to be able to talk to each other. Um, What a cool crew we actually have around us. So I'm super blessed for all of you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you just have the most magical, magical rest of your week um, and weekend and yeah reach out to me if you do need to chat to anyone um if you feel like you want to have a little chat please reach out my dms are always 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 open um and i'm always here for a good time also my reels i've been trying to make my reels super funny so go and have a look at my reels on my instagram (laughs) all right peace out have a beautiful day